Lightning Mindset Podcast. Hope you're all having a, a wonderful week. Big shout out and thank you to everyone who I spoke to and sent their messages across for the previous episode where I interviewed Matthew Bosco. We had a great chat together down in uh, the peninsula. So thank you to everyone who sent through your messages. It's been great to hear your feedback. Gonna dive straight into this week's episode. This episode is actually a recording from my good friend Nick. He's got a wonderful podcast called Human Being School. This was recorded on his podcast. And we had a really, really good conversation on personal growth, the process of getting better, doing hard things, finding your why. And yeah, we just had a really good chat. So I hope you really enjoy this. I highly recommend you jumping onto Nick's podcast, which you'll find on Spotify. Like I said, it's called Human Being School. And I'll leave it like that. Enjoy. Hey fam, welcome to Human Being School, the school that brings you all of life's lessons that come with being human. Hey fam, and welcome to episode eight this is a join out this week. It's myself and Forrest Gump Robinson. We are doing a collaboration. It's Human Being School and the Lightning Mindset Podcast. So today's going to be a pretty free-flowing conversation. We have a few things we, we wanted to discuss. And as Forrest will tell you, like a lot of our conversations just end up going from light to deep very quickly. So Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on, Nick. It's been... Really good to be here. Thanks for throwing in the Gump uh, reference as well. I always, I always like to, that gets me fired up. So I'm ready to <laughs> Light go the now. fire in the belly. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do this. All right. All right. So we were actually on our run this morning and, and most of our long runs, so we both run at Evolve Running Group and a lot of our long runs, they're Sunday morning, 7 a.m. So we usually meet down here at, at Elwood, which is perfect for me because I live across the road. And um, yeah, we end up in these deep conversations around life and this morning's conversation <laughs> it's funny because i've just come off melbourne marathon foz has actually got a marathon a half marathon coming up and we always talk about the little voice uh little voice that pops up every morning and just tries to tell you to stay in bed and mate feel free to jump in whenever but this morning was really tough for me. Yeah, I know, I know when we got there, when we met at um, Super Random, first thing you, you said to me, like, almost didn't make it here today, you know? You just kind of, you almost got caught up into those those voices that we that we have each morning. And, yeah, it's interesting, like, they don't go away. It's a consistent voice that will say, oh, the bed's too too warm, you know, mm. don't get out. It's, be- it's easier here. But then you can't really can't trust those initial feelings. They're... Yeah, they'll they'll rope you in. Well, because like we yeah. were saying, like if you imagine if because it comes up, that comes up like every time, right? Yeah. And if you listened to them every time, you would never you would never get out of bed. Because <laughs> we were saying, in in how long you've been running for like four, like pretty much three to three yeah, or four years. Yeah, twenty nineteen properly. Yeah. And 
how many times, how, like, how many times this year have you woken up being like, I just want to fucking go for it? Zero, you know, zero times. <laughs> if I was being, you know, if I was being kind to myself, nine times out of ten, I don't want to get up. Yeah. But it's something I've said before in the past, don't do what feels good, do what produces good. Yeah. And I have to get up and I have to produce good because those initial feelings, like I was saying to you today, is you, you, you turn into like a grumpy old man. You get cranky, you know, yeah. you can't. But if you get past it, you'll, you know, you were saying today, the first kilometer of running, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I got out here today. It's yeah, amazing. yeah. Because like, literally, I went from, and like we're in my house recording now, like I went from, I woke up at probably 5.30, looked at my watch, I've had like maybe six hours, six and a half hours of sleep, mm. and I'm rethinking myself, you're not going to be able to do 20 days today. <laughs> That's what the voice is coming. Yeah, yeah. Like saying like, you're not going to be, you're not going to be able to do that. And then you, the awareness goes to the bits of your body that are sore, mm. and it starts going, oh, your ankle's a bit, like it's a bit stiff, mm. and you know your groin's still a bit tender from that massage. Are you sure you want to go? Like you did twenty yesterday, and so you've really got to like, you've got to have things to draw on to combat that because if you don't, it will win. Like mm. if you don't have the inner fan, because that's what I—that's like the inner critic, right? Yes, the inner yeah. critic that picks on you, and I talked about that like in my last episode yeah. last last yeah. week. You need to have things that you can draw on. Like I know we always talk about Goggins. Uh, he's screaming at you in his in your head, right? and then you have to have that because otherwise you would just lay there and not get up. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things like I always think about, you've got this big goal, right, or whatever it is, like you want to achieve something. And like I know for you, you've got a race coming up that you, you want to go for a specific time. Mm. I've got one coming up. And and for us, like, we run, but this is just, this is our hard thing that we like mm. to do that, that, yeah. that helps us evolve and grow, yeah. right? For you, it could be something completely different. It could be, it could be a, a, like a physical pursuit. It could be like an academic pursuit, something that engages you and makes you want to grow. Like, this is just our thing, right? Mm. Yeah, you need to find that challenge, right? Yeah, yeah. and... If you don't have that inner fan and that external voice encouraging you and trying to get you out of it, like you won't. And I got Goggins saying, "Like I see you, I see you there." Like, <laughs> who's going to carry the logs this morning? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, how, so how, what's the sort of tools that you would use to get past that and and, and rock up this morning? Is there anything in particular? Um, or you kind of you just you just get up and you just. I, I think actually, actually something that one of my friends uh, said to me. Uh, one of my colleagues, actually, she just did the um, Surf Coast Century. She did the 100K. And she said she has a little sign next to her bed that says, I get to train. Mm. Like that. Because, and, yeah. and I've been playing with this in my head because it's so easy to, for that, that inner fan, like we have that negativity bias in mm. us. It's, so it's, it's such an easy neural pathway to follow because it's a very short neural pathway. And so... Then you enter into the realm of like neuroplasticity. So every time you give in and you you cave to that inner critic and you stay in bed, you shorten that pathway more. And so it's it's even easier for it to follow. Yeah, yeah. So you've literally got to you've you've really got to will yourself to follow the harder path because mm. you want to shorten that neural pathway. You want to make it easy to be able to get up out of bed, and it's never going to be super easy. But I mean. Up to this point, I've never, I've not stayed in bed. Mm. Like I've always gotten up. Like especially in the last like twelve months. I'm like, I know that's you. that's the amazing thing about it, though, right? It's like 
what's the percentage of that? Like almost 100% you've still got an R. Even though 100% of the time it's saying, say the fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing though, right? So that you've like, you've trained that, like that barrier, you've trained that physical element, that part of your mind. Because yeah. if it had gone the other way, can you imagine how hard it would be to like yeah. actually do actually get out you know what i mean so that's that you have to give big props to yourself for like yeah. just constantly doing that that discipline right so like to go back to your question like what else mm. what other tools like i mean then there's also like that repetition of like listening to someone like a, a goblin too mm. he's just a savage and mm. so having his voices is, is very encouraging and it's it's why we were talking this morning about like the people that inspire us, like in our little world. And like, it's important, it's important to find like those people in your world who are doing things that you aspire to want to do or be like, not because you want to be like that person, but because you just want to find out the best, who the best version of yourself is. Mm-hmm. And those people inspire you to want to, want to do that. they getting after it as well. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be physical. Mm-mm. It could be anything, whatever it is, but they are also trying to get better. And I think that's like so important, isn't it? Yeah. And you're around those people that are doing similar things. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think like we were talking about that like, today. Once you start leaning into doing the things, I want to say that make you feel more like you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if running, like you'll be able to tell, tell the fans about the running for you, but for me, like running was always something I'd done from a very young age, even though I really didn't take it up seriously again until like this year. It's been a massive year as well though for you. Think about it too. Like, yeah, and that's... We were that's saying that too, right? Like, the importance of like reflecting. Yeah, well, but, that's been good this year in but, that sense, right? When you start like leaning into the things that make you feel more like you, and I can only speak for myself at this, but I'm sure people would be able to relate and it would resonate is... When you start leaning into those things, I don't know, I just felt like my world just started opening up and you're just attracting, I started attracting more people that I wanted to aspire to be like and other people doing all of these great things and my world really started to evolve. Mm. And the irony of joining the Evolve Running Group. <laughs> it's a good word for it, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? it fits and in like, nicely. But it's yeah. like the synchronicity of that yeah, as well. Yeah, like, yeah. And we laugh, but th- there's also an element of that's, makes complete sense it does it does if you want to go into the very woo woo science of that (laughs) which i love (laughs) mate like i want to hear a little bit about your story but maybe we should also mention how we connected because that's quite a funny story let's do that it's kind of interesting right yeah so we actually met uh, uh, was it early it was early this year it was like probably was it early this was it like february or march this year yeah, it was. So we were. I was in. The, I was you in the were, ice bath. You were cold when I. First <laughs> <came>. <laughs> yeah, I was in the ice bath at Recovery Lab, and I just got out, and I, yeah. I was getting cha- getting changed, and yeah, you just like got in, I think. Yeah, right? I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we just started. I think I was in there, and we just started chatting while I was freezing my nuts off, <laughs> and we just chatted, and I think you were very humble in asking about my running, and and I had no idea that you were a runner, and I had no idea. How good a runner you were like i mean how could i but yeah we were just chatting and you were like asking me about if i had a race coming up i think and i yeah. said oh like i'm yeah i'm actually i can't remember if we spoke about the gold coast well, yeah i don't know if you yeah if we did I, I can't it was more just kind of about like local running and stuff and right? then we were like, just i think we even got i don't know we got we literally i reckon we even got deep in that 
10 minutes. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a deep, it was a deep conversation <laughs> for a short period of time, right? Yeah. And considering you were freezing yourself, you know, yeah, yourself yeah, to yeah. pieces, you know, when you're in there, you start, like, your teeth start shaking and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You start yeah. shivering. You're shivering. Yeah, try to have a conversation. Uh, and that's a plug to Recovery Lab Windsor. Um, <laughs> love going there. Yeah, so, like, we were, we were chatting and then I didn't really... Did we start? Were we, were we online? Were we, were we, oh, I don't think I, I don't think we were connected online yet. No, but I know we have a mutual connection with through um, with your brother. Oh yeah, and, that's and right. Roisin, right. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't know at the time that your brother was um, on that trip or about to go on that trip with Roisin. No, that's yeah. right. And also yeah. the other connection there is, it's funny how the world works. But not long after Foz and I met, a mate of mine. Um, shared Dion's Instagram profile with me and his and his Strava. So I started following like Dion on Strava as I started like kind of picking up the running a bit more like because I did the two times you half marathon last year. That's right. Yeah. And that was like kind of like my first real like race. Yeah. And then my mate was like, oh you should like follow this guy. Like he's an absolute freak. Mm. And so then I think I started following Dion on Strava and then on Insta. And then I would just see him like sharing Evolve stuff. And then I think probably a couple months later, I just saw your head pop up in one of the photos. And I was like, big thin head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's that guy from, that's that guy from, uh, recovery, from recovery Lab. Lab. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we didn't really like properly connect until I saw your podcast. I saw you share the podcast through, I think I started then following you on Instagram. Yeah. Because I'd seen you pop up on there, I and think then that's when you reached out. And then yeah, I, and yeah. then I was after, literally like the week after Gold Coast Marathon, because I remembered seeing, I had saw you at the finish, at the that's Gold right. Coast Marathon. You were just chatting to someone, but yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, I was cooked. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, it's hard to talk sometimes. Oh man. But people are coming up to you, you just want you just want to drink a water and just yeah. sit down and just like <laughs> maybe even cry because you just all these emotions <laughs> yeah, coming out of you. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Then we, um, yeah, we connected on there and you were just, I remember them listening to the, like one of your episodes of your podcast and yeah. you were just like, I think that was maybe, you'd just done a race. I can't remember which race it was. You just didn't give him like a race recap and you're like, yeah. hey, if anyone wants some help like with their running mm. or just wants to chat about their running or in any way. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I think like always there's a little bit of an element of the universe nudging you in that yeah, direction. Yeah, I you're saying this as well. And then, yeah, I think you're right. Because like, yeah. otherwise, why would you do that? And I mean, I know there was an element of me wanting to like get better at my running, especially like not being happy with how it performs at the Gold Coast, and like, but just knowing I wanted to be to be better. There was just an element of like pushing me to like want to be better. Yeah. And knowing how like ha having then seen some of your results and and the kind of runner that you were, I was like, oh, I'm just going to reach out to him. He said he would be so. Mm. I'm going to now pester him. If I know. Is. I think you sent me an email. I right? did. I yeah. Did. <laughs> it was um, I remember. Yeah, because I think you said, did you email it from your like your work address or something or I can't remember exactly what it was but yeah I remember you literally yeah like just asking for some some running help right yeah, yeah yeah and then that turned into I think I just you were saying like oh come come down to our, our like a Thursday morning or a Tuesday morning yeah, session right. at the yeah. bowl and then that turned into now two half marathons and a half marathon race in the last three months and now and the amount of time that you've taken off from from gold coast to, to your melbourne marathon yeah like massive chunk right yeah and even doing the half at like burnley and you know you've got you know big race coming up soon in december yeah um it's been and a good pocket of time hasn't it like, yes and it's yeah. been like and again like it's just that 
that whole element of wanting to be, wanting to grow. Yeah. Running is again like I go back to like it's just whatever your vehicle is and just running that that's your vehicle and it's my vehicle but mm. for other people it's it's something different. Like I mean, we're sitting here and they've got the the seventy point three triathlons on today. Yeah. And man, like huge event, and that's some some people that's their vehicle yeah, of like yeah. wanting to be that. Mm. Yeah, man, how good. So, talk to me if I was like, what what was your kind of driver into taking up running? more seriously like where did that come from yeah um i guess in 2019 i'll turn it into a short story but i had my so my ex-girlfriend's mum at the time was was saying i should just do a marathon because i just started doing some jogging again yeah some simple jogging and then i was like, all right i'll just do a marathon in in queenstown um so yeah went over there i like knew nothing about training and that sort of thing and Went over there, I had a bit of a knee knee injury and everything at the time, and yes, still kind of got it done. And um, ever since then, I kind of was like, I kind of really enjoy doing running, you know, and, and slowly sort of started to build and learn a bit more. And um, yeah, for me, it was just kind of something I always wanted to do in the morning. I've got my baseline up to a certain level. So going back to what you were saying about voices in the morning and, and not wanting to do it, um, the running for me helps me sort of be the best version of myself every day and gets me up to maybe not feeling that great to a, to a level that kind of is you know sort of my medium yeah and therefore from my medium i can sort of crack on with the day and really give back and give myself to the world so yeah that's a short story how, how mm. i sort of got back into it i'm sure it's similar for you right like if like the, the run sets you up for the day or even just doing gym and stuff it just gives you that yeah that feeling yeah that you can kind of take it on. It's funny, like, yeah. it makes me think about about why, and, and it makes me think about, like, why we do, like, why we choose this particular vehicle. And it's, mm. it's not about the, and, and Chris Williamson talks about this a lot, mm. it's not because we want to achieve some huge goal. Well, it's not for me, and I can't speak for you, but you, I'm sure this will probably resonate with you. It's about it's about actually who you have to become in the process. Mm. Like if you want to if you want to run a sub seventy half marathon or a, a sub two thirty marathon or whatever it is that actually have you run a sub two thirty marathon? Yeah, yeah. Gone <laughs> this year, yeah. Eight, so, se- eight yeah. seconds off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So oh, sorry, eight seconds under. I so two twenty two, right? Yeah. You know, so uh, Forrest is in is 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 in elite marathon runner. Just in case you didn't realize. I'm just a lo- I'm just like to say I'm a local runner. A lo- he's a local guy, but he's pretty good. I like to run around and, and eat croissants. That's yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing to do on a Sunday. But so as a, as a vehicle to being wanting to be better, mm-hmm. running is just that. But it's not the end destination of what a race or a medal or a or a, or a goal time. It's who you have to become in the process, mm. and the anti- it's the anticipation of that end yes. result is yeah, actually yeah. The, the, the journey is is the part is mm. the fun part mm. the end goal is incredible and it's fun but it's very fleeting yeah. the journey like think about the preparation for a race or an event or whatever it is think about that's it can be a three to four to five month path mm. and so that's that's the the journey is what should be the enjoyable part for you that's why mm. we do it that's why we do it because it's not the, the run at the end, that's mm. the iceberg, right? That's the tip of the very large iceberg. True. I spoke about that like yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah. And it's who you have to become. Like I know that my life transformed when I committed myself to achieving these these big goals because 
I was never I was never a morning trainer. Like I was never uh, like a get up at five a.m. I hated it. Like yeah. I hated it. And I live with my partner Jess. Hates getting up early. Mm. And so there's also that element of well, I'll happily stay in bed. And you come full circle now to like the voices in your head trying to keep you in bed. But so who I had to become, and I'm sure you would agree, like who you had to become in that process of wanting to improve yourself. Mm. Cha- like it changed my life. Mm. And I now, in doing that and in doing these things and in taking on these challenges, now the person who shows up for the people in my life that rely on me, being my partner, my family, my students and my colleagues, I'm, I, I, I am better for them. And can, so then I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a level in my life where I show up as the best version of myself for them in yeah. service to them, not just for me. Like, yeah, that's the icing on the cake that I get to do. The, we get to do these events and we get some achievements. You have setbacks along the way as well, yeah. but that's the point. It's not the, it's not the destination. It's the journey and the process of who you become. There, yeah, it's like Goggins' book, right? There is no finish line to this thing, yes. this, this life thing. You have to crack on every day. It's weird. It's, it can be tough. It, it can be tough if you're not in this space and you're, and you're not sure how to progress in life. But I, think, I don't think there's anything else you can really do unless you want to stay the same. You can. Like you were saying this morning, you know, when you do pass away and if there's a fear element to it, and one of the biggest fears is you know, imagine if you were to meet the person that you could have been you know, yeah. when, you, when you died, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sure you're the same, but I don't want to – I don't want to – Absolutely. I meet this other dude that was like getting after it, helping his family, building connections, giving back. You know, there's so many, so many elements that you can improve on. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a journey, isn't it? For sure. Yeah. I think we were talking about this morning about yeah, like what your biggest fear would be, and would that would sorry, would that you reckon that would be your biggest one? Is there anything else as well? Or you reckon like that would be along those lines of me. Yeah, like someone asked me the other day, like it's the one that resonates the most with me because for me that in this, like in this, and you know, I have my own beliefs around the human experience and in this particular human experience in, in the embodiment of Nick, of me, why wouldn't I want to find out who the best version of me is? And I think like that's, and, and it's funny, Goggins talks about it a lot. That's your purpose. Your purpose is to find out who you are. And Secret Life of Kelly, she's a, I think she's an ultra runner just from Melbourne. Um, I just saw a, po- a post and she said, when you're in the depths of the Hurt Locker, and I ran with Joshy Webster yesterday, who was in the depths of the Hurt Locker doing his 100K ultra. Shout out in, to, uh, to Joshy. Yeah, huge effort yesterday. Amazing, amazing. Um, He was in the Hurt Locker. I, I jumped on with him here at Elwood at... He was I'd already done he was already halfway, he kicked over the halfway as I jumped on with his little crew. And from fifty to seventy, he was in a lot of pain. And he had hadn't done a heap of work. And he admitted that and we were speaking about that on the run. He had some issues with injury and, and his heart, because he's got like SVT. And so, you know, he's just come off running a, a three hour marathon after having injuries for like the last probably six weeks leading up to the race and then comes out and does a hundred K yesterday. Yeah, he had so many niggles, right? In the lead up and then yeah, just, just Achilles were no good. Yeah, yeah. You know, and again, so like running out there yesterday and then that um, Jack Hanley 
the crazy running man, he's doing 50Ks, 50 days for, to raise money for a mental health service at DLA mm. uh, footy club. So same thing like these. And again, we, we, like we're coming full circle about as, you, we, I, I, as I go on this journey, I know Forrest goes on this journey of improving ourselves. All these people, like I feel like these people are just coming in. Like I ran mm. with both of those guys yesterday because Jack jumped on to do his 50K in, in Josh's last 50. And another guy who's just trying to see who he is and trying to do something to raise money for something bigger than just him. Mm. And again, like both really inspiring. And they're both, I'm sure, had days, like I know Jack definitely mentioned to me and, and Joshy yesterday, like there's been days when they're in the Hurt Locker. Like, but that's where you have character is revealed. It doesn't, it doesn't make your character. It actually reveals what it is. Yeah. Yeah. On underneath, Big underneath time. all the uh, all the hoo ha and fanfare, it's like it reveals who you really are. Mm. And that's I want to know that. I want to know who I am. Yeah. And if I find out that I'm a scared little ten year old Nick who needs a pat on the back or needs a, needs a hug, I want to find that out. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it, if that's what it is, but yeah, I want to yeah. know. Mm. So yeah. And it, yeah, these struggles and these challenges and stuff. It's something I, I'm I'm learning about. You know, most days is that doing all these hard things, whatever it is, like I still suffer from anxiety and, and other things just like a normal person. But when you start adding in these harder things, other things during life are not as bad. Like that person that cut you off on the road, you can, you know, you can take the L on that. Just take it. It's fine. You're not going to, when you, <laughs> when you've done a hard workout or, you know what I mean? You kind of, you're so much more relaxed. And I feel like a lot of people these days, I'm not judging anyone, but they've just got so much like stuff on the inside. They just need to get out. They need to sweat. They need to release. Yeah. They're doing it in different ways. And, you know, to add some stuff and challenges to your life, it will just help. It just helps you, you know, the cycle of you just being a human being. And um, everyone's slightly different, but I think you need to find something that is a little bit hard, you know, to, to sort of give yourself a, a chance not to flash back in, in certain moments. Yeah. Well, I think it just... It just gives you perspective, doesn't it? Yes. If you yeah. if you're able to, it gives you something to like lean on when shit does actually get hard in your life. Mm. How many stories I'm sure there are of, of, of people, and I, it's funny. It's always the people with some of the hardest, whole hard luck stories in their life who go on to achieve great things because they have something that they've leaned on and used as fuel mm. in a lot of ways. Yes. You can use that pain and frustration. Yeah. You can use that and put it in your in your tank and see what happens. Yeah. I know if, I, yeah, I know I've done that. I'm sure you've probably done that yeah. too, right? You can turn it into energy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, actually, interestingly on that. Will Gouge is a is an ultra runner. He was interviewed on um, the Rich Roll podcast yesterday. I'm a big fan of Rich Roll. Um, very much someone who I aspire to be like. I think he's a great human being doing good things in the world. Yeah. He interviewed Will Gouge. Will Gouge is a, a, a young British ultra runner. And he said something which I really loved the other day when I listened to them. He said, emotion is energy. And when you actually think about that, think about all the times that you've been extremely happy, like abundantly happy. Think about how you felt energetically. You feel like you could go and run a marathon when you do that. Don't you? Like, oh, would you time. agree? Yeah, totally agree. And well, that's a bit, it's like, Emotion, it's like energy in motion. It's like yes. there's, there's something to that. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then and then you also think about the contrast of when you are extremely angry, like super pissed mm. off, 
how much you feel that energy, right? Like there's an energy of like you just want to break everything. It's crazy like, energy. You know, like you go to the gym because you're angry about yeah. something in your day and you you go and have a PB lift. Yeah, yeah, or you're yeah. angry and you go out for a run and you have a PB a PB time because yeah. and, and when you actually think about that, it's like, wow, how could I actually tap into and lean into that energy more? How could I I just I loved it as an incredible perspective to think yeah, about yeah. energy in that way because he said that when he drew on it was when he was like doing, he ran across America, Will Gooch. And he said, it was like when people came out and were yelling out and motivating him and he felt the love and, ad- and adoration and inspiration mm-hmm. and that he knew that he was inspiring people. Yeah. He felt that energy and used it and it helped him like get across. Like he ran that, I think he, I can't remember the exact, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say a time, but he was one of the, fa- I think he was one of the fastest Brits to go across America. If wow. not the fastest. Did he beat the Yanks or? No, so far, no, he didn't. Oh, fastest no. Brit. Okay, fastest so there's, Brit. There's yeah, yeah. I saw, yeah, actually, just going back to the energy thing, um, there's a little video of Usain Bolt. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but when he was racing back in the day and on the track, yeah. before the race, there's a really good video. And he always gives people like little knuckles or high yeah, fives yeah, yeah, to yeah, the yeah. mascot and stuff, and they get a big smile. And he like gets energy from it, you know, and then he bursts into his 100 meters. It's like he's using this like positivity, similar to. Jai Orchard, shout out to Jai Orchard. Like he'll do marathons and he'll be like cheering people on whilst he's running. Yeah. you know, like he there is a there is a positivity. One hundred percent. And so good to see, like you were saying about um, you know the British guy. Yeah, Will Gouge. Will, Will Gouge, yeah. yeah. Him getting that energy from you know. Like, yeah. Well, that's yeah. actually it's funny, like the synchronicity there. Like Jack Hanley, who's doing the um doing the fifty k's fifty days, he said the same thing to me yesterday. I was, we were just chatting and I said, no, how are you feeling day 28? He's like, yeah, bro, like I actually feel really good. I'm surprised because he's like, oh, I've got a few niggles and I'm I'm in a bit of pain here and there, but I, I, was, wasn't, like, I wasn't expecting to feel this good. And I said, so what have been the things that have kind of been getting you through? And he's like, it's the people, man. I'm just doing this because I, I, I want to help raise money and break the stigma of mental health. Um, which which resonates a lot with me based on my own experiences with, with mental health and anxiety. Yeah. And he said, when they come out and they're cheering me on, man, we went past, we were driving, riding along Beach Road and people are yelling out of their car because they see, um, they see uh, Big Chopper, the crazy running man running down. <laughs> That's what they call him. They call him Chopper. It's a big Chopper. Is that? I love yeah, that. just yeah. Chopper. And yeah. like they, so they're screaming out of the car, like, go Chop. And that in itself, I'm sure... Jack probably didn't expect that when he went out and did it. He, he, he's just doing it because there's that internal motivator, I'm sure, for him to want to help people. But people connect with that and then they want, they, they're cheering you on. It's a really powerful thing. And he said that's what was getting him through some of the hardest days was when people would come out to Albert Park or Caulfield Park and, you know, you've got 20 or 30 people who are rotating and running with you as you're doing your 10 laps of Albert Park or your 20 laps of... Uh, of Caulfield Park it's just huge so yeah there's definitely a that that human element of connection the energy that you can draw on from that connection is like really really important what about for you like other than like having the support of people is there something that gives you energy like in terms of if it is to do with running or even if it's like something something similar is it something that spurs you on I think it echoes off what I was speaking about last week and this is quite pretty close to the heart if you listen last week you know my dad's going through has been battling pancreatic cancer for like the last two years and it's a, it's a brutal 
form of cancer. It's quite been quite telling on his body and and seeing him suffer through that and knowing his history of always putting himself putting others before himself that's just what the kind of person that he is mm. has just meant that and I was actually speaking to him the other day I was, I was having a chat to him and watching actually the Beckham docker oh, he's nice. a closet man U fan oh is he and has been for a long time it's funny I actually only found out he was a man United fan like about eight years ago seven wow. years ago I never knew my whole life who's his favorite player uh, I couldn't even tell you. He probably has one or two, but yeah. he said like his whole life he's been a Man U spotter. Because wow. one day I actually rolled into his office and I saw this Man U, Man U um, calendar on his desk. And I'm like, <laughs> why do you have Man United calendar on your desk? It's like, I followed him. What? Wow. I, I was thinking I was like 25 at the time. I'm yeah. like, what do you mean you follow Man United? Anyway, so <laughs> the other night I went over there and I was like, Dad, um... There's, have you watched the Beckham doco yet? The big Man United supporter. Like, surely you watched it. He's like, oh, no, what are you talking about? Oh, he I was like, that. oh, he man. And, you know, and I think one of the things that I've been conscious of is wanting to, like, spend time with him and trying not to put the lens of what I would do with my life if I was in that situation because I'm not him. Going to do the things with him that he likes to do. And he just loves watching docos. He loves watching movies. Mm. So do those things with him. And so... Very, very lately I've been trying to make the effort to like do those things with him so spend time like, spend time doing yeah. the things that he likes to do and if that's what it is so we went over I went over and watched the doco with him and he loved it but to answer your question I think it's um, and this, this echoes this touches on my favourite one of my favourite quotes which is it's by Marcus Aurelius and it's love the hand you've been dealt and play it as your own for what could be more fitting mm. so yeah, I love that. you know I've been given this what I would say, like, is a golden ticket, right? Is that for it's, meditation? Is it is for meditations. Yeah, big book that one. And I look at I, I look at that quote and I think about it most days and think, well, I've been given this golden ticket. So, and it, again, it comes back to what we we're talking about before, like being the best version of yourself, just for you, so that you can show up for the people in your life that need you to be that person, right? And so I guess that's what gives me energy and motivation to do the things I do. It's like Brilliant. I've got this I've got this golden ticket hand. I need to make the most of it. Not just for me, but for the people in my life that need me to be the best version of myself. Mm. For them. Mm. And that's my family. Like and it doesn't you don't have to be going through like a, a like a, a tough time or a have a have a sick parent or a sick sibling or whatever. But you need to find that why what motivates you i think that's a really really important and probably one of the key lessons is today is like <laughs> it's so funny i actually that was going to be the title of your of, of my of our episode today was like finding your why why was the big word i was <laughs> talking about this this morning and it's popped up out of nowhere <laughs> so why, good where did this come from <laughs> um, and to draw back to your question which was like where do you get energy well it's got to come for me like it's about finding this, like finding your why. And for me, that is definitely, it's to be able to show up for the people in my life being the best version of myself. And if I can do that, I'm, I'm content, like I'm happy. Yeah, what about you, mate? Like if we, if we flick it back over to you, where did, what do you draw on to find the energy to do the things you do and, and to set those goals and achieve those things that you want to? Like where does it come from? Yeah, I mean, going back, even going back to the start of our conversation in terms of, um, you know, the voices, right? For me, <clears throat> excuse me, it's always been 
momentum over the motivation every time. And I know at the end of the day, it's just you. It, you know, it's just you. You've got all the all the tools that you need inside. You have to use what you've got as a person to become the best version of yourself. You know, like yeah. There's been so yeah. There's been so many days where I haven't wanted to do certain things, and then you just have to. You know, sometimes you do have to grind through and just kind of get get through that. I also think as well, the whole ignorance is bliss thing is is. is is such a massive thing, I think. I think some people just haven't been opened up to certain things just yet. I don't know if you feel that. And then sometimes you can kind of open a little door with someone and help them and let them know there's these other little things you can do. And then that can just spur them on to an avenue that just turns into such a positive light, right? Yeah. Like some people just haven't had a hug or they haven't had, you know, you can do this and... You know, totally. There, there are options there. Like, yeah, I, I think it's just not, like every day. You know, you got to be kind, but to just give someone a little bit of something, just you've given them a little bit of your cup and say you can do this. Like, that's sick. You, you know, we were saying this morning, you can do this five k. That can just put them onto such absolutely. A different path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of people are just not. You know, it's hard to see that sometimes. You know, so oh, they, I think people just kind of get stuck in. Stuck in the, their programmed way of living, don't they? Yeah, and yeah. and they want, they want, they 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 see these things and they want to do those things. And they just don't know, or like you said, don't have someone giving them that little push and yes. giving that little. Yeah. And it's a very deft touch. It doesn't have to be like a massive kick, no, although some people need that. But yeah. yeah, I think, and I think if you can be that person, which is really beautiful, that I know that about you, that you like being that person and you like giving people that little nudge that they need. Because people do need that. Like, yeah, yeah. Because there are people that don't have those people in their life telling them that they're enough. Which it, is, it could go on for like four or five months. But that, that person, whatever they do, I mean, if you were Goggins, he'd probably just say, just get on with it. Which he, he has got a point there. But some people haven't, haven't, haven't had like a, oh, thanks. Or, you know, like it's just something, just something small, a little bit of salt and pepper to like brighten their day. And, you know, yeah. we were talking about that this morning in terms of, Certain conversations, like you, you can leave a conversation and you just feel like your energy sap, or you can leave a conversation where it's the opposite and it's just the their the energy is like there's so much abundance to that. And it's mm. not about being people pleaser; it's just just letting people know that there's so much light there within each person. Absolutely, you know, and everyone's so different, and everyone's got their own skills, and you know they they seem to find your thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you know what I'm saying in that sense. No, I do, yeah. and, and I think that it goes. But you know, you, you spoke about the voices, and I think mm. for a lot of people, that inner voice is just very, very the inner critic. Sorry, is just very, very loud. It's dark all as the well, time, right? and that yeah. can be like a really, which I spoke about last week. It can be like a really dark place because, yeah. and I've been there, and I'm sure you've been there as well. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then if you're inner critic is like that and then the environment that you're in and the people that you surround yourself with and the people that you surround yourself with are pulling you in a direction that you don't really want to go and that's not to say it's the wrong direction life there's no there's no rules about where you should or shouldn't go in life that's totally up to you wherever you want to go and whatever you want to do but for the individual if that environment is pulling you in a direction that really doesn't resonate with you and doesn't connect with you and isn't the place you want to go. And but if you maintain if you stay in that environment, 
know, getting pulled somewhere you don't want to go, that's going to be a dark place for you. Like it's going to, it's going to affect your environment. Absolutely, it's, like, it's environmental. Yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah, it's going to affect your internal environment. Yes, Out, outside and inside, you need yeah, to look yeah. at both environments, right? Yep. Yeah, it's it's something you have to think about because otherwise, you if you're around whoever it is and it's just constant like negativity and complaining and da da da, da that that's that's you. Are you going to be like that all the time? Yeah. Going to be, and you, then you can start to worry about like, oh, why is the bins not being taken out? Or I don't know, it's just silly. You start complaining about things that are, you know, we're going back to that just a bit random that that Kipchoki thing you said the other day. Yeah, it's like the, the discipline thing, and, and like, yeah, one of the things is to not complain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so that's like that's no, no, there, but no, yeah, but yeah, I, I, for the people listening, so if you're someone who's like, my God, like, what do I do? Like, I. I'm aspiring to want to be, or I have the idea to want to be better than I am. To I want to aspire to be like a better version of myself. Mm. And I spoke about it in a previous episode, but I think the first thing you have to do is take stock of, look at where you are in life. Are you happy? Like, are you actually happy with where, with where you are? And are the people in, in your life, are they pulling you up and pulling you in the direction that you want to go? Or are they pulling you in a direction that actually you don't really want to go? Mm. I think that's one of the most important things you have to think about. Yes. Yeah. Because if you then, because then if you make a decision to go in another direction, you and it's it's quite harsh and can be quite brutal, but you've got to then rethink about and reshape that environment mm. to help pull you in the direction that you want to go. Like it's that setting you up, setting up your environment yes. for success. Yeah, so true. Because it's then it becomes. Easy, it becomes easy, and and James Clear talks about that when building good habits is set up that environment for success. So mm. create an environment where doing the things that make you better are easy to do. Or if your social circle is doing the things that are making you better, you'll then want to fit into that circle, right? Mm. You'll want to connect with the people in that circle. So then you're going to start doing the things. Yeah that the other people in that circle are doing yeah. because you want to be able to connect with them. And that that comes back to like a very tribal, innate driver that we have as human beings living in tribes. Mm. If you want to survive, you got to fit into the tribe. And so if you want to be better, what's a tribe that you want to be like? What are they doing? Mm. You'll start doing those things if you want to be a part of that crew. And that, I mean... You could probably use that. You could think about different groups who do do those things, and that's what makes them who they are, and it's why people in those groups fit in with them because they're being drawn to do the things, and whether that be a running group, whether that be like CrossFit, yeah. and we're going being very specific about yeah, sure. fitness, but there are so many environments that are unique to each individual that if they want to better themselves, could find those groups, and that would... Change, it would change their life. And yeah, just to add to that, within those groups too, um, something I've spoken about in the past, but you can have like three different types of people within those groups. So the first one is someone, if we're talking about running, someone that's a runner that might be a bit faster than you or you know what I mean? Like someone you can look up to to aspire to be. The second point is some a training partner. You're on the same level, you're both getting after it at the same time. Yep. And then the third point is someone that might not be as fast as you, but you can help them. You can show them, this is what I've done. Yes. This is the food I've eaten. This is the time I've slept. 
and you know what I mean? so you're kind of covering everything. Yeah, I think that's yeah. So and that fits into within that group as well, whatever it might be. Like you know what I mean? There's different ways of and yeah. That's a good. That's kind of like a, oh, everyone's. There's always someone better than you. There's always someone that has, someone's probably looking up to you, right? Yes. It goes in so many ways. It's like. Yeah, but then you can also help the top person, and the, it doesn't matter. There's no, I love that. Yeah, I, I love that. It's yeah. a very universal. That's like a really universal tool that's applicable in any anything in any field, in any environment. Or, yeah, I love yeah. that because and no one's better. That as a person, it's just that the the um, the category, whatever it is, they kind of, they've just done it for longer. Or yeah, absolutely. Like, how can you learn from each? Yeah, each one, yeah, right? yeah. No, yeah. man, I really love that. That's probably a great one. It's a it's a really great lesson and add it to the HBS uh, Bible. Even. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can have that one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all Thanks, yours. <laughs> no, I love that because it really. Yeah. I think about that in terms of our relationship, and then like with evolve and how my relationship with other people in the group has started to develop like that. You know, I mean, we're yeah. talking about that on the run. Yeah. Um, like, as I would see you as someone like who who is someone that I would be aspiring to be like in terms of your performance. Mm. And, and I, you're the person that I'm asking about like nutrition and training and, and, and Dion as well. Like, as I, you know, I look at you guys as two like really accomplished athletes. And it goes the other way. And I like talk to you about certain things and advice, mental health, being a teacher, communicator. Yeah. You know, there's certain books, there's things you've taught me, you know, there's certain, like even Rich Roll, I didn't even know too much about him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got me onto him. Yeah. Now I'm fascinated. You yeah. might have a bit more knowledge around him, you know. Yeah, just to learn totally, yeah. So, so it's, it's like, like, can go in so many different avenues, which is cool. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then, yeah, like you said, then you've got, you've got the person who is just, yeah, just wanting to aspire to be like you, mm. which is like a really nice uh, it's like I guess it's like a really nice sentiment because yeah. then you are like you can then help that person mm-hmm. uh, in giving them the advice and and then also then there's the person who's like on the same page as you and and that you have that almost like competitiveness within a certain way because they're pulling you and you're pulling them and it's that nice mm. balance. There's a question, like a question for you: Is there something better than helping people with their lives in life? It's a tricky one, right? Like what's better than helping other people live their lives? And yeah, yeah. It's 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 like you could literally say some little thing and they're like they're like coming good again or yeah, you know, it's a big one, isn't it? Well, it's yeah. it sets you you can potentially be the small little butterfly effect, the catalyst that sets them on a path that maybe they never expected to go down. And that's some serious energy. Yeah, We're talking like universal. This isn't Castrol Edge. This is like, yep. it's not petrol. It's like the real universal language of energy almost, right? So, yes. Um, because it's, it's not, I'm sure you get that. When you help someone, like it's it's good, right? It's, just, ah, it's, it's nice. the best feeling. And, 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 yep. and it's not for because of a reward thing. It's just like, you know, it's just nice to do that. I mean, I, I, I totally agree. Like it is nice, but it does feel good. Like, mm. and, and it does feel good when you help people. It feels and, better than buying a and, pair of jeans. And it would it? be, like, yeah. <laughs> and you'd be lying. You'd be lying. I think anyone would be lying if they said they help help people purely out of the goodness of their heart. I, there definitely would be 
even if it's 1%, 10%, mm. there's an element yeah. of knowing that it does feel good when you do something good for someone else. You really do get a nice feeling from it. You do, yeah. And that does draw me to want to help people more because yeah. I do want to feel good. Yeah. Um, it's not the sole driver for wanting to help people. Yeah. But there is an element of that too. So, well, we do get stuck in our head. I'm the, I'm the average person. Going back to Chris Williamson this year, one of my favorite things he said this year is, "You can have bad thoughts, but do good things," and that's me to a T. Yeah. I'm so I can, I'm sure you're the same, right? You have so much nonsense and garbage and stuff, whatever that is. But the action that you're doing is the good stuff. Like that's the good. Because if it was good thoughts and bad things, yeah, you know, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like. So you can have a lot of just jargon, but... Totally. Yeah. Well, that's it. And that plays on the idea that it's our, it's our actions that make us who we are. It's our actions that build our character. And yeah. It absolutely resonates with me because, yeah, like, thoughts come and go. Thoughts mm-hmm. thoughts, thoughts pass, like traffic through it's our mind, like right? traffic going past yeah. on the Bay Road. Right? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And um, it's a really nice quote because it does make you aware that despite what's going on in your head, that you absolutely can still take action mm. on doing the things that make you better. Mm. For sure. And like those thoughts always pass. Like you can have some really bad times. I can't give you the time limit on when it will pass, <laughs> but I can guarantee they will eventually pass. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the best thing to say, but you, you're, when you're not having a great time mentally, yeah. like, Time is like the it's a cliche, but it is the healer, and it, yeah, that's for everything: relationships, pain. Yeah. Well, I think it's yeah. under, it's that understanding that everything is temporary. Yes. And yeah. despite what it might feel like in the moment, that negative thought that's com- coming through the head, or the repetitive negative thoughts, they're only temporary. Mm. And once you're able to develop that understanding, then they have less of a hold. On yes. your mind, I think. Yeah. Um, but again, that takes time. It's like anything. It it's just repetition. Yeah. Mate, so awesome. That was awesome. I'd love to, like, I'll be honest, I'd love to keep talking. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'll go lunch and yoga shortly. So <laughs> yeah, we should, absolutely, um, mate. We should tee this up again. I know, I know I wanted to do a proper interview with you about yourself and your yep. running journey. We'll do that, right? We'll do it. Yeah, 100%. Post um, Will Up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for. Mate, thanks so much for coming on. There's so time. much. There are so many like lessons in this um, and so many lessons on mindset, on goal setting and life that, yeah. that we could definitely touch on and tap into next time we chat. But I, I, mate, I appreciate like all the little learnings that you share with me, you know, like you'll send me random stuff and, and it's good stuff, you know, yeah. and like it gives me a little learning experience every time. So, yeah. so thank you. Yeah. Thanks oh, mate, ditto. Thanks yeah. for helping me on the running journey. It's been a, uh, it's only just the beginning. It is, mate. Yeah, it's 2023. We've got a long time to go till we get to, what is it, 2100? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we're still running by then. Uh, awesome, awesome, mate. Thanks, well, mate. Thank you. Great seeing you. You too, bro. All right, team. That's it from us, and we'll uh, catch you next time.